Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're on. Judith. We're, we're on. on. We're on. Should we let them yeah. listen to the tune for once instead of Shall we? shouting? Right. Well, you can talk and clapping. No, I can't resist. Come on, <laughs> come on! Oh, for God's it's, sake! We it's really buck our that. ideas up week, isn't it? The theme of this week is: Have we bucked up? Indeed, have we? Have we? Well. <sighs> Well, the first thing is we had to buck up because Daisy said we had to be here this morning at 9.30. Very, very early for us. And you see, now in my head, right, in my head, the world of Judith Holder starts revolving (laughs) at around 7am. What? I see you pottering in your kitchen, making your lists. Of course. You know, that was was the olden days, Judith Holder. (laughs) Or, you know, up and pottering. And and then on with the day, very yeah. little packed activities, lots to do, lots to tick off. And I admitted to you in a private phone call earlier this week. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. In a shameful private phone call <laughs> that on occasion I wasn't even waking up till nine nine thirty. <laughs> and what was your response, Judith? Well, I said join the club. You know, it's <gasps> happening to me. I know you were shocked. You were genuinely shocked, weren't you? It was the single thing that made me feel more normal this week. The (laughs) fact that you, who normally are a lark, a slightly annoying fucking lark, up at seven with a swimming towel rolled under your arm. (laughs) When I first went to stay in your house, the big house in Hexham, and I, I remember sort of going to bed. And it, it was always really delightful. I had a delightful spare bedroom. And you always put sort of a little jar of flowers. Oh, I'm glad you noticed that. Yes. And, you know, there were hot water bottles. It was really comfortable. But every night I slept at your house, I'd go to, to bed dreading the early morning stuff. <laughs> Would you? You didn't yeah, say thinking, that. Oh, she's going to be knocking on the door, 7.30. Swim club! <laughs> Knock on the door, it was like this. Swim club! Are you ready for swim club? And I think, fuck off. Conversely, when I used to stay at yours in the old days, I'd be up, I'd have to take the kettle up from downstairs, do you remember? So that I didn't have to wait for you all to turn turn the burglar alarm. I'd be, you know, I had a bath, I'd done my lists, I'd listen to something on my podcast, you know, everything. You'd usually gone for a walk as well around my neighbourhood. Places I'd never even been before that I now know. Because well, of boring neighbourhood walks. Oh, I know, I know. But yes, yeah, standards have slipped. The whole, the time, t- yeah. The, the, the whole timetable has shifted, hasn't it? It has. Sometimes I've just had my breakfast and it's lunchtime. <laughs> you know so you're dressed do? now. Have you managed to dress yourself? I'm, at dre- I'm dressed. Today? I've just taken a oh, scarf off because I've got a sweaty back of my neck. Oh. Um, uh, which is a detail nobody really needs. But you know what? No, yesterday, but we know now. Judith, yesterday, I didn't. I, I woke up 
I'd not even got up. I woke up at 9.30. I rolled in and out of a bath. And then I just sort of accidentally um, sat down on the remote control, which was on the bed, and it (laughs) went to (laughs) Talking Pictures TV. Do you watch Talking Pictures TV? Everyone's got it. It's a free channel. And I think it's around number 80. It's between 80 and 100 on your your doodah, your didgeridoodah. And there was a black and white film, Judith, that started at 10.30. It was called Portraits of Gloria. You did not. You watched it? I did, yeah, I did. The whole thing? The whole thing from beginning to end. It was one of those glorious black and white things which had diamond heists in and, uh, you know, uh, a turncoat brother and two beautiful women and an artist that painted one of the beautiful women and then had to paint the other beautiful woman. Oh, it was so glorious, Judith. You you must seek it out, seek it out. (laughs) The unfortunate thing about talking pictures... Uh, TV yeah, yeah. is that you can't stop it and go downstairs and then start watching oh. it again. Oh, properly. is it live? Are there ads? Yes, it's, it's live. It's like a channel, but oh. it puts films on all day. It's really for very oh, old I see. people. Is it? Well, funnily enough, it's rather, sounding rather appealing. Yeah. Why is it and called that... Talking Pictures? Why would it not be Talking Pictures? I don't get that. Well, I think some of them are only just, you know, on the cusp of when they started doing the talkies. Oh, lordy. Oh, yes, they are yes. old. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, you said that you were getting up late, and and uh, but I am quite shocked by that. Quite oh, really? Shocked. I'm so delighted that I'm still able to have some <laughs> level are, of debauchery, Jesus, yes, that you can't quite me. reach because it's important to me. And I put it on on Twitter. I said I don't know whether to be um, proud or, or or you know appalled by myself. And some people really didn't get it. They're saying, "What? Why? What's your problem?" sort of thing, oh, really? of, you know, watching really? a, a morning film. And I, d- I think a lot of people don't have that thing that we have both been cursed with, which is a very deeply ingrained work ethic. Oh, God, absolutely. Where I, does yours come from? Well, from my parents, particularly my mother's family. I mean, I, you know, certainly wouldn't be allowed to, to kind of... The idea that you'd sit and read a book in the daytime... Or that you'd watch a film? No, of course not. No, oh, books were always all right in our house, but oh, there was, was a it? terrible was snobbery about oh. television. Yes, well, I think. I mean, you know, now we haven't mentioned June for a while. I think sometimes I don't want to talk about it because it's it's How so is she? grim. How is she? Um, oh, bonkers! So very, very bonkers! So utterly away with the fairies that um, the weirdest thing is, and I've talked to my sister about this. It's very odd because now I have to talk. I had to offload stuff onto my sister, which yeah. I, I've never really done that much um, because she. You she's just chosen me, sympathy. haven't you? Absolutely. Yeah, now. yeah. I can't do yes. you all the time, yeah. and but there's some family stuff as well, and sometimes you know I I realise that actually even when my mother was you know had hit ninety, I was still dumping stuff on her. Yeah. Uh, oh yes, yes. You know, just, I see what you mean. Yeah. Of you know, course. if something wasn't exactly right, I'd ring my mother and go. Nee, nee, And she'd go, oh, pull yourself together. (laughs) (laughs) And and now, you know, when I phone her in the home, her voice is exactly the same. And that is the mindfuck of it, is the fact that she sounds exactly the same. But she says very bizarre things. Of course, she was very busy over Christmas and New Year because she was actually in charge of the vaccines and she was giving them out at the golf club. What she was. But yesterday I, I, I phoned her and um, how the tables turn. You know, we were saying about this sort of ingrained work ethic and our parents not really approving of watching yeah. films during the day. Uh, she said to me, I can't really talk now. 
I went, oh, that's okay. And I thought, oh, God, what conspiracy theory? Because she has a lot of those, you know, there's a lot Does of... She? Sometimes, right. the, you know, the police are in the house. She said, well, she said, no, I can't talk now. We're watching Mary Poppins. Oh! And they... <laughs> Did she? Yes, yes. And they have this Wednesday afternoon film club uh, where obviously they put on a, a sort of DVD or, or something. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. And it's in the television room. And uh, and I phoned her back later and she said, oh, yes, and we all sang along. And it was the modern uh, Mary Poppins. I haven't seen it, the Emily Blunt oh, one, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, what was odd is that, you know, it previously, before she kind of uh, got dementia, she'd have never have sung along with other people. Wouldn't she? That's interesting, isn't it? I don't think that so. Not people she didn't know very yeah. well. I mean, yeah. her coffee club, maybe, you know, they might have, or her book club. Um, she might have sort of, you know, joined in. But I th I'm hoping that... You know, at least there's there's some fun she can have anyway. Yeah, there we go. I guess I guess if you're in that situation, you've got to join in. You've got to be a joiner in, haven't you? Yeah, you know what I mean. You've got and to was turn your mum a joiner in? Because my mum wasn't really. She had a very small, close circle of friends, and and just wasn't very gregarious. I think she was. Well, she was. Kind of, she's posher, isn't she? But yes, no. My mum was much more of a joiner in, and I think it must be easier really i suppose to fit in and make friends wasn't it so what we're gonna to have to do you and i are gonna to have to remember oh, that God, you're gonna be worse well than we've me. talked about us sharing the same old people's home <laughs> and i know you've already said that you would take charge and 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 you'd bag see the best bedroom and all that kind of thing and i you know i think that i'm going to have to have oh god in the future though you know all the shops are going to the wall i'll probably yeah, end up are, in a they? little dormitory you know in something that used to be debenhams, debenhams i know I, what are we going to do with all those buildings oh, i don't know it's all so grim and it's all so frightening it is grim. and anyway it is, listen, it is. It a is good buck up thing i had one of those research covid tests oh yes delivered yes i told yes. you about it yes. and that how i struggled to make the box and i was very very relieved that you know i lived with a, a sort of uh, you know uh, somebody who's built houses in the past because jeff what, was, was it that to... difficult well it was for me difficult? judith yes it was it, well, it was it one of those things then. that you look at and suddenly the instructions mean absolutely nothing oh, you know God. your brain just freezes oh, I over I and i had to go to jeff i can't do the box i can't do the box <laughs> and then <laughs> that you, you have to book a slot on so it's, it's all to do with ucl university college london and uh, you get a uh, a number and then you have to go online and you have to book it the first thing you have to do is book a courier to come and pick up your God, it must be quite expensive all this mustn't it i mean well, i suppose they've got to do it but they've got to do it because they've got to know where the hot spots are i suppose in london yeah. i mean london's completely out of control at the moment mm, it's so frightening because i was listening to the news this morning and this is why i'd rather be watching talking pictures tv is because the the local news um, King's College Hospital, which is my local hospital, Very has local. run out of um, intensive care beds. Oh, God, Jenny, you're joking. No, it's, you know, they've had to... Some of the people who are recovering uh, from intensive care have got to... They've got a deal now with a Great Western Hotel. Shit. And um, they're, they're being... I don't know why they're not going to the Nightingale. I don't know, Judith, but, you know... And that, that sort of fear that rolls through. Yeah, anyway, I, I did the swab... You do your throat first, and yeah. then you do up your nose. You don't which want to do worst. it the other way around. Which is worst? Um, throat. I did gag. 
Because it says you've got to waggle it round your tonsils, and I haven't got tonsils. Oh, Mine got taken out when I was eighteen. Very dramatic thing. Had but has it got like afterwards. a mark on it that you that you have to kind of go go up you those two sort of things, so you know how? Because I I'd hate to do that. We've oh, got to do it, haven't you? But yeah, you got to do it. Your nose is all right. It just feels like you're going to sneeze very hard. It's right. just you go up your nose as far as you can, but not don't push. Ooh, Basically, don't push. you know, Ooh. don't shove it Ooh. beyond where it oh. you know naturally stops. Yeah. Um, anyway, I got the the results and I had a negative result. Oh, but, good. But of course, I, I, since then I've been paranoid about you know. I, I now want to test every week to check. Of course, but of course you do. I mean, I I kind of I vacillate between being sort of inert and kind of lethargic for me. I mean, which is still not very lethargic, and terrified. I realised that twice this week. I've been in the kitchen and I've had a funny turn, Jenny. I've had a funny okay, turn, I've had a funny okay. dizzy turn. Right. And I've realised that both times it's happened is it's coincided with the news. You know, the news comes on on the radio right. and, and, and it's some ghastly thing like the, God, the terrifying thing that you just said. And it's like I stopped breathing. I yeah, kind of, I'm so fucking breath. terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped breathing. You're hyperventilating, do you? Yeah, I kind of am. I kind of am. You hyperventilate. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, I mean, the yeah. good thing is that you found the connection because, you know, if you're having funny turns without being anxious, then, you know, you've got to get anxious about it. But this yes. is, you know, this is a natural funny turn. Well, I think it is. It's sort of fight or flight, isn't it, really? I mean, I went, we, yeah, we were in Abingdon um, last weekend. We had to take the bikes in to, to be mended. So, so we went to Abingdon. Ah. And I found myself... <laughs> Walking past Greg's and just really fancied a vegan sausage roll. I do like it. I'm not a vegan, so I do like a vegan sausage roll. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's kind anyway. of. I, I'm not sure whether we're allowed as meat eaters. I'm not sure what the vegans are going. There might be vegans that we might get letters about this, Judith. What do you think? Saying, we shouldn't be taking them. Well, I'm not sure you should be taking the vegan sausage rolls. But you've done <laughs> it. It's too late now. I don't think there's a world shortage. But no, so I nipped in, and you know, it was only a nip in yeah um and people were masked but now i think you know when the news comes on i think shit you know that'll be the death of me won't it okay that's probably were the... you wearing a mask yes of course i was but i mean well, then, you, know, no, you should be safe you should I be safe no do you think i just think that's well why you know... would why would greg's be any more dangerous than anywhere else well, if people I'd... were wearing their masks yeah well i think you know it's it's this new variant isn't it but i think that's the level of the fear i mean oh that... i see because the shop's quite small i see the shop what you... was yeah. quite small yeah. there were yeah there were two there were two people in front of me I had to wait you know and i yeah. was aware that it was quite warm and I just thought oh shit because yeah. I still stayed and cute and grab a vegan sausage roll <laughs> but it would be a sad end over a vegan I know, sausage I know, roll I know but I I, yeah and then of course is this sort of, sort of you know this, this terrible neurosis that happens to me is that that was it and it would be fucking annoying wouldn't it to, you know if that was the end of me death cause of death yeah you'd have roll. to have it on your gravestone <laughs> popped into <laughs> Greg's <laughs> It was the sausage roll. What did it? It wasn't even sausage. <laughs> it was a vegan sausage roll. What a waste. God. It's easier yeah. not to go out, isn't it? It is. I've ordered some better masks. I've, I've ordered some heavy duty numbers and some visors. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I've yeah. got the visors. Yes, I'm doing the visors. And as I said, remember this, you have to peel off the two sides because otherwise you can't see anything. Yeah, um, now, the other health thing, just to round off our sort of, you know, hypochondriac's corner, 
Um, you know, I had to do the effudix treatment over Christmas. I did. Uh, I, saw, I, saw, I saw some photos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I got very scabby indeed. It's all healed. It's all healed. Is the it? new skin on the, it's the pre-skin cancer cells that were detected in yeah. the summer of last year. And um, you had to put this uh, cream on and it burns, it burns the skin down to where the dodgy cells are and burns them away. But it does leave your face in a bit of a mess. It was quite painful, but it's better now. But I've got this top lip and it's kind of new, shiny, pink baby skin. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, what happened it's... to the scab? Hold on. What happened to the scab? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't eat it. I didn't, it didn't fall into my mouth at night. It, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, but did it come off in a big... It, yeah, did, did it, it came off in little bits. It it, it oh, kind of crumbled in tiny, like little rice krispies. Oh, it was yeah. It was it, that was the very messy bit. But anyway, so uh, you know, if you do think you have any any problems with uh, pre-skin cancer cells, you know, it's it is worth getting them checked out. Oh well, well done for doing that, Jenny. I'm pleased it's you're done. at the other it's end. Done. Yes. No, I'm right. really pleased you're at now, the other end with Judith, that. Now, Good, good, good. Um, good. I know that uh, this week you are have got new domestic projects. <laughs> because I put on the notice board, yes. Whatever I saw Hugh Fernley Whittingstall, I think that's yeah. the that's the surname, isn't it? Yeah. On various talk shows over the Christmas. And I, I was I got to the stage, Jenny. I know you don't like talking about diets, but I weighed myself after Christmas. And Why I am did you now, do that? Well, because I'm getting so enormous. And you know, well, poverty in the else, you know, my mother had diabetes and so did okay. my grandmother. So I've got to, you know. I'm heavier than Mike. I mean, doesn't know that. Well, that doesn't, you know. I'm heavier than Mike, and I'm I'm sort of I'm a foot shorter. (laughs) Yes, no. I mean, I I mean, I've been heavier than him for quite a long time, but he doesn't know that. But I mean, I'm considerably anyway. So I thought anyway, Hugh Fernley, what's his name, was talking about his new book, which is. I think it's called Eat Better Forever, right? So it's not a diet, Jenny. It's not a diet. Yeah, they always say that. It's not a diet, but here's a diet. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, yeah, we'll wait for it. We'll come on to that. Anyway, he's. it's about sort of, you know, uh, pulses and good oils and nuts and all of that. So I thought, uh, so I thought, right, I'm going to get that. Sold out so quickly that the only copies, Jenny, were... Was Even on they, Amazon? Yeah. They've got one in... Um, I found one in uh, Blackwell's in Edinburgh and one in Cambridge. All right, the Cape. Anyway, so all sent over, you know, checking my emails to see when it had come in. Got it. Got yeah. it. Sat down with me. Post-it notes. No. Pen. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Took it really seriously. Um, and so I went to the Whole Food shop. You see, it's become, you know, a big project, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Went to the whole food shop, got a load of butter beans, lentils, and all dried, all, 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 all not tinned. Yeah, all risked dried. my life, risked okay. my life with those okay. things okay. in very pleasing little bit of brown paper bags. I washed all my kiln jars, got them in, I made some granola. Oh, it's a bit marvelous, Jenny. Yeah. Absolutely marvelous. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it, it's ideal. Pulses are ideal. Anything you have to soak is quite. Is it stuff you have to soak? Oh, it's all soaking. Is it, it's uh, all yes. so, yeah, this is it, isn't it? It's kind of make your own beans on toast, but you've got to soak your beans yes, three days yes, before yes. you know it's you're going to want beans on toast. ideal keeping you busy sort of territory. And is oh, and also making kefir as well, because he's very into kefir and something else beginning with K. Oh, kimchi. Oh, my God, I bought some kimchi. Have you ever bought any? 
Well, I thought you were... We, we had kimchi together once, didn't we? When we well, went to that we Korean d- place. Yes, we did. Gosh, that's a long time ago. And it was quite a bit of an acquired taste, isn't it? Anyway, there's a lot in this book about kimchi and kefir because it's, you know, good for your gut and everything. So I bought... I bought my, it's the first time I've ever bought a jar of it. I opened it. Jenny, I nearly jumped out of my seat, okay? Because you opened a jar, unless it was off. I opened the jar of kimchi. And you know when, when you open something and it's kind of fizzy... And yeah. sort of, you know, it, it's got all this energy coming out like a bottle yeah. of champagne. So the, so it literally kind of popped out. <laughs> yeah, it did that. And then it sort of rose up like oh, like God. the alien. Just... Kind of rose up out of yeah, the jar. Yeah, it's either really good or really gone off. Well, yes, that's a good point. I think, well, I don't know. And well, how did it. it taste? And what did you well, have it with? revolting, really. Kind of revolting, you know. You're supposed to have it with kind of um, scrambled eggs and all sorts of things. No, I've been quite good. Anyway, I've, I've been pretty good. Oh, my God, the loo roll. You know, oh, going through yeah. the... Yeah, yeah really. multi-packs, and the, and multi-packs. The, oh, oh absolutely, and the flatulence. But unfortunately, I've just come to the bit in the book on the portion control. And that's oh. a bit depressing, Jenny. Oh, you're a healthy eater, Judith. That's all I was going to say. You're just being nice, aren't you? I mean, I, you know, I think Mike and I eat masses. So, yeah, 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 that's a bit depressing. I I mean, I think that having a project that involves kilner jars, there's something very satisfying about a full kilner jar and opening a cupboard to see labelled full yeah. kilner jars yeah, absolutely uh, and do i need I... a proper labeler i need a proper la- somebody oh. in the gang sent me a photograph of, of one of those things that you know you, you do they, they do those sort of nice printouts that you sort of stick on well, do you remember those, those sort of gun ones that you used to have a dial and you do oh, every yes, letter I do. and then it come do. out and you peel the back off and it came That's like a ticker right. tape thing and they were nice oh, I love my dad those. was very good at things like that um, uh, but even Jeff and I have bought Kilner jars during lockout. Lockout? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I've got locked out my house as well in the middle of a pandemic. Oh, there's a double whammy. I've oh, gone Christ, mad. that would be worrying. Bloody um, hell. No, we've even bought Kilner jars, Judith. Oh, I mean, you, you know, we, we have very little uh, space at all, but we've got one for the cereal, one for... Uh, risotto rice, one for normal rice and one nice. for pasta. Ooh. So, I'm, t- you know, even I... Um, but, I, you know, with Kilner jars, I mean, obviously, they should come with a great big warning uh, when you open a, your, new, a, your new Kilner jar. There should be, you know, a piece of paper that says warning. You know, once this is full and you drop it on your foot, you will end up in A&E. And as you said earlier, you know, we're spending all our time at the moment trying to avoid hospital. Shit. So I, know, uh, I, I, know. I look at these Kilner jars with sort of some trepidation and I yeah. just think... Oh, I've got to make sure that they're not sort of hanging over the ledge because if that drops on Jeff's foot, you know, I'd have to amputate his foot before I took him to King's at the moment. (laughs) And then uh, he cut his hand on the mandolin. Because that was another lockdown purchase. What's a mandolin? Judith! You're the kitchen girl! I'm the rock and roll girl. I don't think I... I I What do you mean a mandolin? A mandolin is a slicer. It's a slicer. You've probably got a Magimix. You know if you wanted to shred cabbage? Yeah. Well, you shred it on a mandolin. It's like a sort of strumming thing. It's like a strumming instrument. Yeah, yeah. It's like a sort of... 
you know, like in a skiffle band, so people had a washboard, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mustn't play the mandolin like a washboard because you would shred your fingers. It's Ooh, got is a, it really a, a blade in it. When you fi- we finish recording this, you must go away and look up pictures of mandolins on Ooh, the internet. I'd be scared. I put it on a high shelf, Judith. I put it on a high <laughs> shelf now. Because... Did you? Did you? <laughs> yes. Um, Mind you, I'd be terrified of your waste disposer. They bloody terrify me. Yeah, you mustn't put your hand down a waste disposal unit when it's making that crunchy, crunchy noise. Oh, stop it. That really, oh, yeah, my willy has just shriveled. Because normally I have quite a large penis. Uh, And when you said that, my penis just went, oh, I'm a little dormouse now. I've just gone, screen, 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 you have a tiny little curled up dormouse cock. Now, my uh, domestic... um, new thing this week judith mm. um honestly i i don't know what you're going to say about this but um i'm not sure your kilner jars i'm going to raise your kilner jars in your new pulse project <laughs> uh, <laughs> and i'm going to offer you my new robot hoover yes oh. this is my surrogate sausage dog grandchild she's endless, <laughs> endlessly fascinating because i've furloughed the cleaner again yep because um, I think, you know, she has to get here on public transport. That's not ha- fair on her. It's not fair on us. So clean her back on furlough. And I'm a lazy cow, Judith. And I don't mind admitting it. I find uh, housework very boring. And I've very I've done very little of it in my life, uh, which sounds very I snotty. can vouch for that. I can, but, I yeah, can absolutely yeah, I'm, vouch I'm, for that. So hold on. A, new, a robot hoover. So these are the things like the lawnmowers that go around and... Yeah. Do they work? Does yeah. it work? yeah. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, it's remote controlled. It just put it on. It's, it's like a spinning disc, right? Yeah. Um, and it looks like, imagine a squashed down paint pot. So it's the size of a large, a very large dinner plate. The kind of dinner plate you and Mike would like to eat your meals on because <laughs> yes, it makes them okay. look smaller. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. large dinner plate. And it's about four inches high. Mm-hmm. So it goes under the, uh, our sofas and it goes under... It goes under the sofas? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's got this kind of memory brain thing. It costs 168 quid, right? Um, mm. Not only does it vacuum, Judith, not only mm. does it mm. mops. Good heavens. Why you haven't can... I got one of these? No, but wait a minute. When I visualise this, I visualise yeah. it getting stuck and sort of shagging the, the, the uh, skirting boards for half an well, hour. Well, we don't have any skirting it... boards. Oh, well, OK. But doesn't it get stuck under the sofa or...? It did get stuck under... We've got a low uh, occasional table, very low. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it got stuck under there because it, it did hump. It started to hump a, a pile of cables that were under that table. And then it sends out this sort of little bleating, beeping noise. And you have to oh. go and dig it out. You've got to go and see to it. Yeah, but... Um, apparently, it learns the layout of your room. It's Never. only done it twice. Never. Yes. And so it knows what to avoid in the end. And what, I might be sort of giving it the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but and I think, really, we, did, we didn't buy a very expensive one. I think there are much more state-of-the-art ones. It depends how much right. you, know, you want to pay and that kind of thing. And have you tried the mop thing yet? Yes, I have, Judith. Did and I know? had to send it back. I had to sort of, you know, um, make it do it twice. But remember, ours is quite a big open-plan space, so yeah. it ran out of water before oh, okay. it ran out of, you know, ability. 
Right. So that's something you have to watch a bit. I think sort of because you just leave it to do it itself. I my plan right is to do this every Sunday morning. You know, get up, go make a cup of coffee, set the uh, the Hoover bit off, yeah. and then once that's done, do the mopping while we lie in bed listening to the Archers. There's a plan. Oh, I think that sounds like a splendid plan. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I'd rather fancy one of those. Okay. You can't have everything, okay. Judy. You can't. You've got to, you've got to sit an art studio. I, the 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 robot Hoover is mine. You've got a dog. This is my surrogate dog. Honestly, Jeff and I, it was like watching your child in a nativity play. We couldn't take our <laughs> eyes off it. We sat on the edge of the sofa, going, "Look, look! Oh, isn't it clever? Oh, that's incredible, really, isn't it?" When you say it's remote control, you don't actually... It's not like one of those boats no. that you see people in parks with. No, you don't I think act, that no. would that would make Jeff very happy indeed because he loves remote control things. And he, he did say rather plaintively, it would be really good if you could tell it where to go. <laughs> but it decides itself. It does a sort of zigzag thing around uh so so we, that's what we've got and then but uh, jeff did say when it when it finishes right when it's got when it's finished and it's getting tired it it has to go back to its dock which is but where it does it charges. do that on its own yeah but jeff picked it up because it looked tired and carried it back to the dock <laughs> and he actually said out loud he said i'll just put it back in its cot <laughs> yeah one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I know. So that's uh, that's my new mm. hobby, uh, is which is basically sitting on. Oh well, we're not sitting on the sofa just watching it, Judith. When you've got a remote controlled um, vacuum cleaner like we have, yeah. it gives you more time to do your jigsaws. Mm-hmm. Well, you really have been doing the jigsaws, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Now I. T- now, I kind of, I get it, I, I kind of get it, and I did see one that you put on the notice board this morning, which I think was a map of London, um, which looked jolly impressive, but what It wasn't the you... whole of London, it was only our little corner. It was your little corner, but it looked, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was impressive. So, I have, I do have this kind of picture of the two of you sort of having wholesome fun on your jigsaw <laughs> table, um, but what do you do, I mean... We do so... it naked, we do it naked, honestly, <laughs> we do take a lot of drugs while we're jigsawing it, we do... Uh, a oh, huge amount God. of cocaine. What we do is we um, 
we just get naked, get a great big pile of cocaine and a jigsaw, and that's our night sorted out. That's your basically. night sorted yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's my because I've given up the jogging. Well, Jesus. I was just going to say, hold on a minute. This is a bit different from the jogging, Jenny, that we yeah. all with that that was before Christmas. What's yeah. happened to the jogging, Jenny? Um, I decided, Judith. Um, well, two things happened to interrupt my jogging. Yeah. Um, the Treatment for my face was became very painful, so painful that I couldn't really hack going out and jogging about with it on my lip. And I was I was self-conscious, which is unusual for me. Really? And um, I wanted to wear a mask, but if I ran in a mask, it, it rubbed it. And it, that was not good for it. Yeah, so no, I'm interrupted... taking, that's quite a legitimate excuse. I'm, I'm yeah, absolutely I've buying that. Excuse. And then um, post-Christmas with the new lockdown, um, I have found some several of my local parks almost unbearable at certain times of days because of the Too amount busy. of joggers, and it's really really upset me. And I've found particularly in Dulwich Park the amount of um, male joggers running far too close yep. and breathing and being able to feel their breath so upsetting i just thought do i really want to be part of this yep. community adding to this problem upsetting people getting too close because there's no space um and i thought well this is a really good excuse to brilliant you've jogging. got a two yeah. you've got two there haven't you yeah, no i think you're covered yeah, i think yeah, you're well covered there jenny yeah. and i I've i'm so well covered i'm getting more <laughs> and more well covered because i'm getting fatter <laughs> and fatter by the day and oh, I just well. sort of at the moment I just don't care I think I'll get back to it once things ease up a bit but at the moment I just I, I don't think I've got the mental capacity and I I'm still going out for a walk every day but there are certain places where I'm so anxious I just I'm getting so yeah anxious. I know I can imagine I really yeah no I think it's a good decision well I've been doing a bit of painting I, I tell you what I've been doing art wise yeah is I've I've been trying to do some self-portraits yeah, oh I my saw. god I know. Well, the first one I did, it, it, it's, I kind of looked like Minnie Caldwell. Well, what's you... really odd about that, because you're a good painter, Judith, but the well, one I'm thing right. you are not good at so far, but I, yeah. I remain oh, faithful, I, you know, I think that it'll come, um, is your self-portraits. I thought, has she done that with the contents of some of her pulse jars? <laughs> because it looked like you'd done a collage out of cereal of your face. But the it thing was with you is bad, that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very, very sort of, um, yeah, it looked like crumble. It looked like the top of an apple crumble. <laughs> Not being rude here, but I obviously Oh, no, don't, no, I put it on the, I put I it on the notice board just, just, just to show. Because you don't, um, you don't have, you've got a, a very pretty face. Oh, you don't bless have you. Any real distinguishing features? You don't have very dark eyebrows. You don't wear glasses. You don't really wear a lipstick. There's nothing. It's a. It's because there's nothing weird, or do you know easy. what I mean? Yeah, I do. I know. Yes, I do know what you mean because it's like if you've got something sort of easy and like yeah. a huge, yeah, a nose or something. I mean, they're difficult, aren't they? Drawing is really, really difficult. Drawing yeah, I mean, it's much easy. easier to draw me because I'm a cartoon. Yes, I've I got... suppose you are a bit, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've got a, a face the shape of an egg 
um, and then you just put on glasses, a bit of spiky hair and red lipstick, and it's it's there. But that's a cartoon. I've never really attempted to do a series. I've done a couple. But you should, I think myself. you should. I don't really like portraits, you might, actually. You might, you might turn into Ina Sharples. Maybe you'll be the Ina Sharples to my Minnie Caldwell. Oh, you know. there's a double act. Well, they there's were great, Oh, I they? loved them. Didn't you love them in the I didn't snark? really watch it that much at that time. Oh, didn't you? I didn't. No, because I suppose, what would that have been? Would that have been 1970? Oh, no. Well, I think the 60s and 70s. I mean, Ina and Minnie. But I can just picture it. Yes. Minnie Caldwell. She was definitely the psychic. I wonder who would be who. If we were Ina and Minnie. You see, I think... Mm, I think I might be Ina and you might be Minnie. Minnie. What do you think? Um, Minnie. Well, I don't... I think we just have to be another completely different doublet, but in the same kind of tradition. Mm, mm. And there's always a little bit of us as well who want to be Elsie Tanner. Oh, she was sexy, wasn't she? There was a, there's a streak in both of us that just go, no, let me be Elsie Tanner today. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to be Ina and I don't want to yeah. be Minnie. I want to yeah. be Elsie. My friend, our friend, Kate Robbins, uh, said on social media recently that she wanted to play Elsie Tanner in a drama and she would make a great oh, Elsie she Tanner. Oh, so she would. really would. Somebody ought to do a biopic about her, actually. Yeah, don't you yeah, because she was. I mean, I remember meeting her. Did uh, you? Actually meeting her? Yes, because when I lived in Manchester when I was a drama student in the year following, I used to do lunchtime theatre in a wine bar called the Gallery Wine Bar on Peter Street in Manchester, <clears throat> which was very near Granada Studios. And I think it was just like one of the nearest wine bars. And Elsie Tanner, um, used, Pat Phoenix, used to come in. And she used to come in in full makeup. I think she was just on a break in the filming because wow. the makeup was really full on. And she'd have a fur coat and a fag and big wow. hair. She'd come in with the actor Tony Booth. Yeah. Who was Sherry Blair's dad. I know, wasn't that weird? The most unlikely mm. father daughter thing wasn't you could just... ever imagine. Because I know. He was a bit kind of a, a bit of a Jack the Lad, wasn't he? Oh, very much so. Well, he was in um, Till Death Is Too Part, wasn't he? Yes. That's, that's where he made his name. I know, I remember reading that and thinking, no, it can't, that can't be I know, same. I know. Don't it's one of those real double take things mm, where you go, mm. what? But, but she yeah, was marvellous, was wasn't proper. she? She was absolutely she was magnificently sexy and in and common. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, actually, I tell you what she was. She was Ina Sharple's match. She was the only one, as I remember who could stand up to Ina, don't you think? Yeah, and they did. I mean, when you think of uh, Elsie Tanner having a row, you do think of her having a standing up row as well, with one hand on her hip and oh, the, yes. the other hand pointing, because she was common, so she did pointing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's very yes, rude to point. Probably with her fag. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm, yeah, anyway, yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's taken us back. We've gone down oh, a little yes, nostalgic path yes. there, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll leave that there and we'll get on to our cultural roundup of the week, Judith. People really enjoyed our two old ladies. Um, well, it started with seven old ladies locked in the lavatory <laughs> on the um, podcast last week. They really enjoyed it. Um, thank you very much for letting us know you enjoyed that. We'll get to your emails later. Um, Judith, what are you watching on the television? I'm very much in the sort of weighted blanket type TV that, okay. uh, that I learned about last week from you, the, that, that, that term. Yes, I'm into, the, I'm into the comfort TV at the moment, I must say. I, I tried the serpent and it was too grim. So at the moment, I'm into Gardener's World. Um, God, I love Monty Don. I mean, I really do like Monty <laughs> Don. Just fancy him so much. 
Um, so I'm finding that very calming. I'm watching back catalogue of Sewing Bee, which I haven't seen that many of, and I'm loving that. And I'm enjoying, of course, the new series of Pottery Throw. Oh, isn't it marvellous? I think that, um, I think this is, I mean, it was such a strong start as well. And I love the new presenter, the Derry Girl, the new host, Siobhan McSweeney. great? She's great. Great. It's an inspired piece of casting. Yes. I really love The Serpent, but I agree with you. It's very chilling indeed. And I think that sort of, you can overload the murders. Um, and it was, it was gruesome. And also it does, uh, we couldn't watch it while we were eating. Why? Um, because there were people, there were scenes of people vomiting. Oh yes, there were actually, were And it yes, was quite yeah. gra- graphic and oh. I really can't, I can't be eating when anything like that's going on. So it had to be, it's one of our later night um things we've finished oh you've got different up. showings have you you've got, you've got, <laughs> like, you've got you're like your daytime yes it talking yes. we have TV. a comfort blanket i totally okay. agree with you with that and I, I i love pottery throwdown and for those who are you know enjoy pottery throwdown and that kind of ilk uh i have to uh, uh, uh coming soon klaxon blown away is coming back on the 21st of January on Netflix. Do you remember it, Judith? It's this is your glass blowing. Glass blowing competition oh, from okay. Canada. I'm going to give that a go. It mm. did blow me away last year. You I did. love it so very dearly. But I, and I haven't done the Pembrokeshire murders because I couldn't go from the serpent to another murder. Oh, yeah, I know. What you mean. We need a murder free alternative. Yeah, yeah, you do. You need a so, few showings, yeah. yes. But it's good, it's good, it's good. Is it? Yeah, it is good, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. What about films? Oh, well, do you know what I, we watched? Um, because we didn't see it in the in the cinema. Uh, was I found on Netflix? First Man. First Man is about the first man on the moon, um, and it's Ryan Gosling and um, Claire Foy. Claire Foy. It's great. Yes. It's a great film. We watched it over Christmas. It's I don't know whether wonderful. I mentioned it. Wonderful. It's, it's a abs- beautiful, yeah. very quiet piece of brilliance, and it's yeah. just. Um, it, it you know it doesn't shout it doesn't do anything sort of there's no bells and whistles it's just really well done oh it's compelling absolutely it, compelling yeah. but it, I tell you what it did it sort of put into context my fear of flying I think you know if 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 in the fullness of time I do ever get on a plane again <laughs> because the bloody hell the kind of what didn't you think how much valium would them? you need how much valium oh, would you oh, need oh there's to a, there is there's no price pod? there's there's, could I do it to save my daughter's lives? Maybe. Oh, maybe. It would be down to that. I mean, you wouldn't do it to save Poppy's life, would you? Definitely not. The terror that I would feel. And you know yeah. that scene where they're going... Especially because if you kill the jars full of pulses, Judith. I mean, honestly, <laughs> the flatulence in your pod. You'd oh, choke I yourself to I death wouldn't be the right person off. to be in one of those pods with, I can tell you, when they were so small. The claustrophobia of those things that they went into. Yes. But that yeah. scene when they're going off to the moon, do you remember it? And they go over that platform, which is, which is to the top. They go in the lift up and you think, shit, they're going to the moon. And they might not come back. Fuck. Um, and they go over that walkway. And I, I, it was it was a little bit, you know, like on a plane. Do you remember that bit, yeah. that corridor? Yeah. You know, the way you had to queue up. Yeah. And I thought, do you know what? At every stage, I would be saying to Matt, can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. <laughs> have to go back. Go to tell that woman, I can't do it. I've got to eat the poo. And of course, they couldn't, could they? They no. couldn't. And then they They've go off. and far. 
it's it was it was terrifying but also there was a human story i really thought it was a great film i i totally agree with you and it made me think though that i would like to see an entire film just about the apollo wives oh god yes because they're like army wives in a way aren't they they yeah. kind of live yes. on a campus together yes yes and all that i mean some of them and i think some of them were quite famous and there was one that uh had a stutter and uh, didn't want to meet the president. And there's another one who's an alcoholic. And you could, oh, will you write that film for me, Judith? Please, just get on. Well, with I was that. just thinking because yeah, there's two good good ideas we've come up from there, haven't we? Today <laughs> we need to go away and write before everybody else does. Which is the was the drama about Pat Phoenix? Why yeah. hasn't anyone done that? And yeah. the one about the um, Apollo wives. Apollo wives. We could put Pat Phoenix in the Apollo wives. Oh, do it together. Tell them what to do. Yeah. yeah. Book well, I'm I'm on the book my the book club at the moment. I need you one at a time, Jenny. I'm not like you. Uh, I'm on Miss Benson's Beetle, which is which um, which is an audible, and it's read by Juliet Stevenson, and it's really really got me. It's I'm really into it, and it's a very unusual story. A lot of our listeners are enjoying that too because. Um, we put we have started oh, yes, a new thing of putting up our cultural mm. roundup oh, of the gosh. week onto our Instagram notice board, and a lot of people say are saying that they're very much enjoying Miss Benson. It's people. great. It's a very unusual um, book, and it's really really got me. Yeah, and Juliet Stevenson it. is a fine narrator. Oh. Okay, I have taken refuge in an Agatha Christie this week on my Audible. Uh, just now and again, you have to... You need the reassurance, don't you? Of you life do. Decades before the pandemic, called nannies and country houses and that sort of thing. So we got The Crooked House which is actually apparently rated one of Agatha's best. It's only about seven hours on Audible, but it's a, a great little twisty tale. And we are going into City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert, which was a Sunday Times bestseller last year. And that is set amongst the world of 1940s American showgirls. And I think that I'm doing a lot of vicarious showbiz fiction reading to make up for what's lacking in my performance life, because uh, I've still got an hour... Uh, and a half of the Valley of the Dolls. Have you got all these on the go at the same time? Because yes, I have. Because I have up. one that I share with Jeff, and then I have one for myself. Okay. And we also finished just before the Agatha Christie, the Andrew Hagen's Mayflies, which oh, yes. is um, brilliantly written. I mean, if you want proper writing, Andrew Hagen is a proper writer. Scottish, uh, but it's gut-wrenchingly sad. It's about a group of young men, Scottish men, that go to Manchester for um, a punk weekend, a 10 years of punk weekend, and then we catch up with their sort of modern-day life and, and one of them is in trouble. Um, so that, anyway, that's uh, we'll put those all up mm. on the notice board. Yes. Um, so you can have a, a browse. Now look, while we're talking about the notice board, should we just remind people the Instagram? We've done this for ages. The Instagram is older and wider podcast. So now I've done the easy one, and you've got to do the email. Uh, so our email address is older wider pod at gmail.com how genuinely oh. throws me every time <laughs> um i think we is it time for another email competition i think it's time to throw open a merch competition uh i think a mug might be up for grabs next yes week for the best email suggesting um you know an, an unusual way of getting through these difficult days i don't think we want to encourage people to do jigsaws nude can i just say that 
Well, I do, not you know. Yeah, all right, all right. But it's it's it's, it's good doing it nude because you've always got somewhere to hide that last piece. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, you can go now. You've got to find the piece that I hid. Is it up my fanny? Is it up my bum? Go on, seek, seek. Um, so we got a nice email from Barry this week. Uh, uh, unfortunately, he can't win anything because we hadn't opened the competition. But this is the kind of thing that we like. Uh, I'm Barry, seventy-six and three quarters. I'm and did you married. see that he called hi? Did you see that he called us girls? He yeah, says hi, hi girls. girls. Yeah, we like yeah. Barry. Uh, he's seventy-six Barry. and three like quarters. That. He's married, fifty-four years. In brackets, the lovely Wendy. She's seventy-five and three quarters. We love the show. They're doing all the back numbers. Can I share my secret free holiday idea with my favourite girls? That's you two. That's us. Mm. I concentrated when I read that bit, did you? I thought, all right, okay. Listen up, listen up. Every evening using YouTube, I search for a different walk. I started with the various London walks, of which there are hundreds around the King's Road and Islington, etc., and then ventured around lovely Rye and Leoncee. Nice idea. Lately, I found our wonderful world. It's been there, sitting there, waiting for you. I've walked up Mount Fuji in Japan, strolled around Rome, gone to Capri and done Naples at night and numerous others. The walks are gentle, some have talking guides, but most only have the background noise and sound of pedestrian chatter, all for free. Mm. And then there's a PS, finally says... got rid of my Corby trouser press. Yes, well done, Barry. So that's, that's the sort of thing that um, floats our boat, I think, Judith, don't you think? Are you going to give that a go? Oh, well, yes, because I'm bored shitless of Camberwell walks. <sighs> I know, I'm bored of bloody, soggy, muddy Oxfordshire walks as well. Where would you go if you could? Um, where would well, you put in the YouTube? Uh, I'm thinking of my, my own favourite walks now, just before. I mean, I think I do very much want to go to Japan, so I think I might do Cherry Blossom in Japan. Very nice. Funny what enough, in Gardner's World this week, they had um, they had a whole thing about Cherry Blossom because they were looking back over the years' programmes and yeah. you see I've become a bit of an expert. And they have this they have this footage of, of a sort of valley, not in Tokyo where they all have picnics underneath, but it was a valley and they, they planted these masses of Cherry Blossom trees and they were all kind of almost like in different patterns up and down the hills. And, oh, it was just magical. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Okay, so we're so going we're you. going for little strolls around Japan, and I'm going to go to St Agnes, where we used to go um, for all our holidays when the girls were little. It's a little off island um, of the Sillies, and it's only tiny. It's about two two miles wide and a mile long, and I could walk round there with my eyes closed. I'd like to well, do that. what's the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do think that this did make me think of favourite walks, and I always really enjoyed. I, I had this apartment in Melbourne um, uh, during the comedy festival a few years ago and I was able to walk from my apartment to the studio at the Arts Centre and that was just such a such a joyful, easy thing to do and it's always oh, quite lovely. mellow, the, the weather and it was sort of... And if I didn't couldn't be asked, I could always jump on a tram and it was just... Yeah, it was just the ideal length of walk. Mm. Anyway, there we go. Mm. <sighs> one day, one day. Yeah. One day. <sighs> anyway, okay, Judith, uh, what are you going to do to, for the rest of the day? I'm going to the vegetable market, which is a big deal. We get oh dressed up. Good. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. yes. Um, well, and then when you get back, I want you to get on with your self-portrait and then I want you to put it in the attic because that's the best place for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. They might start getting better. But, yes, and what about you? 
Um, oh, well, I'm, I'm waiting for a new jigsaw to arrive, so I'm sitting oh, by really? the front door. My okay, God, everybody. Through those. And don't forget to send us the emails of things that you're doing in lockdown three. And you, what did we say? Unusual activities, should we say? Unusual and original. Um, oh, yes, take things to take our minds off lockdown three. Unusual and original, please. Good Thank you very much. Yes, to the pip. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.